Welcome to 12-Minute Talks, where important information is shared in a short time period. Learn from other business owners, entrepreneurs, and experts about what they do to help you find solutions to everyday topics in 12 minutes or less. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on the 12-Minute Talks podcast. Guest with us today, um, Eric Trujillo. He's the manager of Eric and the Jazzers, a real jazz band here in, in Florida. Eric, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So, Eric, tell me a little bit about what got you started in managing a, a jazz band. Uh, how did that come about? Well, first of all, I want to say hello to all your listeners out there. And, um, again, to uh, thank you for the invite to come and share my uh, my take and my story in reference to uh, uh, what I call the real jazz. My name is of Eric, course. Eric Trio. <laughs> and uh, what happened was uh, I'm originally from New York, from the Bronx, New York, uh, go boogie down Bronx. And um, I came down uh, in uh, 1990. I came down to South Florida in 1990, uh, relocated. And unfortunately, I wasn't able where I live, which was in the city of Cold Springs. Uh, I wasn't able to find the uh, type of jazz music that I've uh, grown accustomed and loved and I'm very passionate about. And when I talk about the jazz or what I refer to the real jazz, I refer to the Miles Davis, the Duke Ellington, Charlie Parker jazz, the swing bebop jazz, the, uh, the Herbie Hancock, uh, right. Oliver Gerald Gordon, all, all, all the classics, all the classics, right? Correct, correct. And, uh, you know, traveling from Cold Springs to South Beach, where I was fortunate, where there was a jazz club that offered that music, it was just too far of a drive for me. Uh, so I did the next best thing, which was forming my own little trio, as they call it, uh, three-piece band, and I would just jam and on a Saturday afternoon at home. Uh, it was myself on drums. I had a uh, gentleman, uh, Juju Johnson. Uh, he was playing the saxophone, and I had a keyboard player. And again, we would just play music from the old standards uh, that you can find in the real book, or some mm-hmm. refer to uh, fake book. Uh, and what happened was one thing led to another. Uh, Juju was a professor and he had a uh, opportunity for us to go and play publicly, uh, just as, you know, just like a jam, you know, it wasn't like we were getting paid for it and all. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened that someone that uh, heard us play had just recently opened up a, uh, a restaurant venue and was thinking of having some sort of jazz brunch. Uh, and uh, one thing led to another and he uh, spoke to me and we were hired and we were there uh, every Sunday in Margate, in the city of Margate, not far from Cold Springs. And then uh, just like a domino effect, one thing led to another. Uh, so, you know, that's what got me into doing what I do is the love of it. It's not what I do on a full-time basis. I, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I manage a car business and uh, I do a lot of other things. But the music is definitely a big part of my life. Yeah, that, it's definitely a great hobby to have. Uh, being a, a piano player myself, I know it's always something to take you things off from such a stressful world that we live in sometimes, right? That's true. So that's a great backstory there, Eric. And you guys have now been 29 years. I'm sure there's been a lot of changes in the lineup, as that's pretty common in in bands. What's the jazz band like now? Like, you have a singer, well, and, and what other type of yeah, instrumentalists? You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Just like anything in life, technology moves forward, so does the... Uh, of uh, musicians that I've uh, started out with um, one, I'd say about six, seven years ago, um, 
I had a gentleman approach me, and again, I was the drummer of a band that I formed called Eric and the Jazzers. Anyway, it was uh, we were playing at a particular venue, popular venue by the beach in Fort Lauderdale. And normally in a um, three-set gig, you know, you play a set, take a break, play a set, take a break, and then usually the last set is the last set of the evening. I open up in the third set uh, the platform, the stage, to professionals that I recognize and acknowledge in the audience. And usually they come up and they'll do a number with the band. Well, this gentleman came up to me and asked if he could play the drums. And anyone out there knowing drummers know that they are... Uh, we are, tend to be very reluctant in letting anybody just get on the drums and start playing, especially those you don't even know. Right. This gentleman here, you know, I guess I must have had a glass or two <laughs> more than I should have. I was feeling very jolly. And I, uh, I said, you know, go for it. And uh, it was the end of the night. And this guy just blew my mind. I thought I was a decent drummer. But obviously, this guy was just phenomenal. He was a master. And uh, it turns out that he just came down uh, to the Florida, and um, he had, he's a graduate of Berkeley School of Music, and you know, it, it just it just meshed. We we got along fine, and uh, I offered him the position. Um, again, it was about six seven years ago this occurred. We were playing about three four times a week around town. And when I talk about town, I talk Miami, Broward, uh, West Palm Beach. So we were very active, uh, and um, he then took over the drums, and mm -hmm. uh, I then became primarily the hype guy that will come on stage and introduce the members, things like that. But at the right. same time, I would be managing and promoting, which was great for me because now uh, the fact that I pulled myself away as a member of the band, it freed my time and it allowed me uh, much more leverage to promote and to reach out to various venues uh, so that we can go out and play. So in essence, I, 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 own and run Eric and the Jazzers. I hire musicians. And one thing before I, I forget is that um, there's a term, money attracts money. Well, talent attracts talent. And once mm -hmm. year I, I brought in this drummer, it seems like the best of the best were coming out of the woodwork. And whenever, and if you have been to an Eric and the Jazzers uh, venue, you'll always see guest uh, performers coming out and wanting to jam this type of music. Because frankly, you don't find it that often. You don't find it that easily. Um, a lot of people love this music, but unfortunately, it's not a type of genre that draws large crowds, stadium size. So uh, jazz has been a very intimate setting and a very personal. Uh, you can have dinner at a table with the, uh, your significant other and have a conversation without screaming at each other due to the music. So that's, <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Very right. mature and very sophisticated type of uh, atmosphere, which I embrace. I love it. And I'm going to try to keep it vibrant as long as I can in our community. That's great to have somebody that's actually putting out um, different different music than, than what you hear nowadays. You know, you, you go eat somewhere and it's true. You can barely talk to the person in front of you because the music is so loud, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's it's more of a, of a distraction sometimes. So, Eric, so what type of music will people enjoy is it just standards or do you guys have originals as well oh we 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 play primarily jazz standards um okay. anything out of the real book fake book you know uh -huh. um, the, yeah because uh eric and the jazz is it's it's turned out to be a brand and what that means is is this um it's not per se the same musician that you will see at every eric and the jazz's uh show uh i have various musicians based on the venue, uh, various keyboard players, even drummers, uh, uh, guitarists, uh, horn players. Uh, what I will not compromise is the uh, integrity of the music. Um, 
So when you're talking about professional musicians and uh, they, which all read music, you know, uh, charts, you know, uh, they can just about do anything, you know, mm-hmm. that, that we need them to do. I tell my audience when uh, we're at a show that uh, although we are a jazz band and we're, we're passionate about jazz, we're not limited to simply jazz. So I ask them if they want to hear some R&B, some funk, some polka music, country music, just simply right. write their requests on the back of a $20 bill, put it in the tip jar, we'll play whatever they want to hear. That's good. That's good, yeah, because uh, I know in the jazz community, there's almost like jazz is jazz and you don't do anything else. <laughs> type right. of stuff. Right. So it's, it's good yeah. that, that yeah. you guys are very diverse. Yeah, just as yeah, as I mentioned earlier, I mean, uh, like I said, I had three kids that, uh, you know, the youngest one graduated uh, from uh, University FAU here uh, in South Florida. They rarely come to the show. But so mm-hmm. what I did in the past was I incorporated actually some rap, thinking maybe that might draw them and their friends okay. to the show. I even do a little rap thing with my singer on stage, but you got to be there to hear it, you know. Right, right, right. It's, it's one of those it's, things. Yeah, exactly. Where can people go and enjoy uh, Eric and the Jazzers nowadays? Well, um, we do uh, socialize on Facebook. Uh, we have a Facebook page called, uh, ironically, Eric and the Jazzers. Jazzers is spelled J-A-Z-Z-E-R-S. I look it up and I try my best to keep uh, on that Facebook dates, times, venues where we are mm-hmm. playing. But uh, we're playing in the city of Sunrise at a venue called Gigi's Music Cafe. Uh, it's basically located at 4385 Northwest 88th Avenue, again in Sunrise. For anyone that wants to come out and listen to Eric and the Jazzers, we start at 7 and we end at 11. It would be strongly recommended to come early as possible because seats do fill up quite fast so if you're thinking of showing up after nine you're gonna have a hard time but if the first two times you played there any indication then we'll be just as crowded as was first round. and then um yeah and then we play around town i mean i, I believe uh, off the top of my head we're also in delray beach on the 19th uh davy jazz festival actually on uh, Sunday the 28th in the city of Davie will be having their first annual uh, jazz festival. Okay. I was told I am going to be awarded, I don't know if it's a certificate, but I was called a couple of weeks ago by the organizers and informing me, which I'm very proud and humble, uh, the Herbie Hancock uh, Achievement Award. Uh, wow. So they, yeah. Uh, I was a little taken back too. but uh, Yeah. Her- uh, Herbie Hancock is definitely uh a big name in in the jazz yeah. world. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, for sure. All right. So everybody that's listening now, you have a real place for some real jazz. And as, as you can tell, it's not only jazz. They do a little bit of everything. But the main focus is that classic standards um, in jazz. Eric, it's been great having you on today's episode to learn about where we can find some of that here in South Florida. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Lorena Tomasini. And I'm the owner of Mom Life and Health Insurance Agency. Uh, We're a local agency here with my mom. Uh, We help families and small business owners with their financial protection needs. Eric, thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, Anything Uh, else you would like to add? No, I'd like to uh, thank you, Lorena, for the uh, opportunity to to share what I I truly love, which is the jazz. And uh, hopefully, you know, 
this message will get out to others that are uh, in line and on the same page as I, and we'll offer them a place to go and listen. I mean, again, we play various places. It's hard to give you a list of it, but right. if you, again, go into uh, Facebook, that would be primarily the best place. We are on Instagram as well, but Facebook, you can reach out and, and get in touch. So. Other than that, and everybody work. listening, I'll definitely post the link in the description so you guys can just click on it, like, and, and follow Eric and the Jazzers on, on Facebook. Wonderful. Not only is April Jazz Appreciation Month, okay. uh, and I strongly suggest all of those that are uh, embracing and they love the jazz, please go out there and support your local jazz bands. Not only Eric and the Jazzers, but we do have a couple of other jazz bands out there in the uh, Tri County area. But also, April is also Autism Month. And it's an awareness on this 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 illness, autism. Uh, so I want you guys to be aware of that as well too, as you're going through your course, you know, the month and all that. So on that note, I wish every one of you a very very jazzy day, and looking forward to seeing you at one of the Eric and the Jazzers show. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and hope you will listen to the next one. I'm Lorena Tomasini, and you can contact me via email. Life at M-A-L-M-I-N-S dot com. Make it a great day.